This is Tammy, and you're tuned into Tea with Tammy. This new theme music produced by Sage Meister. I'm gonna let it play out a little bit. Hey, hey, hey. And again, shout out to Sage Meister for producing that beautiful intro and outro music. And hello everyone, and again, Tammy here, and we're on episode number five of Trees with Tammy. And again, it's just me and the trees talking about black hip-hop topics. This will actually conclude the tree series, but we still have more episodes of Tipsy and of course Tea to release. So of course, stay tuned for that in the future. I first want to discuss results from a recent poll that I did on Twitter. I was in my vocabulary mood and, (laughs) or I should say thesaurus with Tammy. And I decided to ask Twitter, what is the most popular slang term for fellatio? You know, I just want to be hip to what uh, the kids are saying. And so I put up three choices, either being head, top, or neck, and with 46% of the votes, classic head won. Congratulations, round of applause to head. And again, it's it's good to know what the the kids are saying out there, you know? (laughs) But all right, let's get into some new music releases. Okay, let's see. What should we start with? Um, let's let's start with Tiana Taylor. Um, Tiana, Tiana Taylor has her newest album, Keep That Same Energy. It is eight tracks, and it is all produced by Kanye West himself. Now, let me lead with that. Just one day ago, several days after the project has now released... Tiana tweeted that her real album has yet to drop, which is, which is very confusing for a casual listener of Tiana Taylor. And that kind of sets the mood for everything that I am going to say moving forward about Tiana's rollout in her album. And it's that it's just confusing and not a good look. A lot of people, even casual listeners, were tuned in to see what Tiana Taylor had in store. This was a very anticipated project, and I know setting high expectations can sometimes ruin how you receive something, but that didn't play a factor into this album at all. It it was received um, not so well by some people, and some people being me, because the rollout was just very sloppy, it was unorganized, the album didn't sound finished when it was released, and we come to find out that it wasn't finished or complete, and it was yet still put out, 
and Tiana Taylor didn't really know that was going to happen because she expected more verses on the songs and clearances with samples and nothing went as planned. Now Tiana Taylor, bless her heart, she's kind she's kind of trying to save face for Kanye and the whole situation, but me personally, I think she needs to tell it like it is, be honest, and let the people know this is not what she wanted. And she seems to be doing that on Twitter, but not in interviews. And so I wish her sentiment was the same on both platforms, but I understand her frustrations and wanting to be a bigger person in the public's eye. I don't know who exactly is to blame, but the obvious person right now would be Kanye West. I would say he would be responsible for ruining a few people's discographies at this point. June for Good Music was supposed to have this great seven track each album rollouts for several artists and from from what I'm hearing it was not all that it was cracked up to be. <laughs> you know, it fell flat and I'm hearing that it was you know, my favorite word to use, lackluster. And so it's unfortunate that it happened to my girl Tiana. It still sounds nice, but it doesn't sound complete. And so that's my review of the project. There is some gems. There's some great lyrics mixed in there. I just wished it all felt complete. Next, I would like to mention in the new music releases is new album from Freddie Gibbs titled Freddie, and it is overall exactly what I like in Freddie. Now, I've heard people or I've seen people comment on Twitter that it's not what they like from Freddie, and so I feel like it's either you you love it or you hate it. It's one of those type of projects, but just looking at the album cover, you'll fall in love. It is highly inspired by Teddy Pendergrass, and you know he he <laughs> he is the doppelganger of, of Teddy, and he has on the nice little beige suit, and he has the little handkerchief in his pocket in his suit jacket, and he has the nice little brown honey hanging over his shoulders, and so it was a nice, beautiful, hilarious album cover. And on the album, he actually um, does a cover to one of my favorite R&B songs by Silk, um, if you, uh, <laughs> it doesn't sound pleasing, but it is comical and, and entertaining. Now, if we're going to get down to the actual raps of it all, I love it. I love, I love gritty, hard hitting, um, you know, talk that shit. I'm, I'm, I'm bigger and badder than you type of talk, <laughs> or I'm just realer than you type of talk. And so it has plenty of that great production. My favorite song on the album, Freddie, is Set Set. Oh, it's a, it's a banger. Makes me, it makes me feel like I'm that bitch. You know what I mean? It just gives me confidence. And it's not even an uplifting song. It's just one of those beats and productions and Freddie's voice that just carries and just makes you want to 
I don't know, <laughs> pull up on somebody. <laughs> Makes you just want to check somebody because you can. But other than that, I would highly recommend it. Um, and again, it's titled Freddie by Freddie Gibbs. Another album that I did check out that is new is Less Talk, More Hustle by Red Cafe. It's a solid project. It is, again, street music, um, East Coast. It's it's forgettable in a way. Nothing stands out. I can't sit here and tell you what my favorite song is because I can't remember any titles, but I do remember, you know, just having a nice ride to it. You know, you can throw it on and listen to it all the way through. Now, if there's replay value, that's up to you. For me, no, I'd rather just throw back on Freddie Gibbs or even J-Rock. And so Red Cafe, Sorry, homie, you're not doing enough to stay in replay mode, but I appreciate your efforts. Lots of other new music also came out um, that I still have not checked out yet, but I would like for you all to share the your opinions on it if you have, and that's um, A Boogie with a Hoodie, Lecrae, Juice World, Gunplay, and TK Kravitz. And so if you've listened to any of those projects, let me know, or any of those artists who have released new projects, let me know what your thoughts are. Because I'm curious, I'm not really well versed in all of those artists that I just named, but um, I want to know what they up to, you know? <laughs> gotta keep my, <laughs> gotta keep fingers on pulse. <laughs> gotta know what's going on in the streets. But that's all I really wanted to talk about when it comes to new music releases. I do want to touch on another project, but I'll, I'll mention that later in the show because I'll play a song from it. But this is a great stopping point for a song break or a music break. And it is new music from Deshaun J titled Intentions. And it will be off of his um, upcoming project titled Phone Calls 2. So enjoy. Yeah, her she only wanted for the image. Always listen if she mad about it. We gon' work it out like Planet Fitness. Fucking setting records like we work with Guinness. Know they young and always handle business. Always busted in the right position. Know I can trust her, she won't go missing. She like my drive, know the boy be focused on steady working to complete my missions. All alone, we just take our time. She love fucking to some new addition. One and only, we don't need additions. Cause the way she riding for the boy so perfect. I can't say that I consider marriage. But she the first girl that I met that deserve it. I gotta admit it's a couple times. I read the mold, dirty conversations. Swear when I started writing phone calls, them naked pictures been my motivation. Quick sessions before we had to work. Got the boy feeling like you run the nation. She love when we do the foreplay. Honestly, teaching the nigga patience. I sit and watch her take her clothes off. Then give her D until she doze off. Screensaver as a quick reminder, so I'm never pressed when them hoes call. She know why I ain't in the playing game. Shit is going down soon as the panties fall. Can't nobody take the mad place. Tell them hating niggas they can knock it off. Yeah. You know how it go. You know. That's my shorty. I mean, I. 
Can't help but show how I feel. Got a spoiler, right? Yeah. Hold me down and you'll be mine forever. I, I buy it all if you keep it loyal. She said no other girl can do it better. It's kinda hard for me to disagree. My shorty walked the same way she talking. Caught the vibe, loving how I'm rocking. Harlem shaking, keeping haters off me. I can't help but keep my hands on her, but I keep her wet as a Miami Dolphin. Over time, when we bump and grind, yeah, I kill that pussy, put him in the coffin. They say chemistry can come with history, and we go way back like Coogee sweaters. She know I got it anytime she wanted, so she pulling up regardless of the weather. Back shots with your hands tied. Ain't no running, you said you can take it. After we finish, we sit and step. Picture perfect looking at you naked Every time I'm in your town we go for rounds She came fast, better learn to pace it She wildin' out when she on top She just think that missionary basic <laughs> I'm all up in it, she know she can get it When she come to the door she ain't wearing shit She know she feel it, trying new positions Ain't no need to go trying to compare and shit Tell your neighbors I apologize They been hating on me since they heard you moaning She said she ain't finished with me yet Guess that mean we fucking in the morning Yeah That's how I go. Phone calls. And again, that was Deshaun J with Intentions. I will link you to music from Deshaun J in the description box of wherever you're listening to this podcast. And stay tuned for more music from his upcoming project, Phone Calls 2. Getting back into the topics, let's discuss something that may be a bit controversial, but we did touch on it last episode. And the reason why I re-bring it up is because I was listening to another podcast show titled No Hard Feelings. It's based in Canada. I believe it is three men. Um, I may be wrong it might be four but they're hilarious comedians they they talk about hip-hop culture and other things and um, they were talking about how it is okay to record a death and I understood their viewpoint because they were talking about triple x and how when he passed people were recording and a lot of people were disgusted I am one of those people that was disgusted by seeing people just record while he was, you know, dying. But their angle was being that we weren't there. We don't know who at who already had called police. We don't know who said what as for helping him or as for someone's already maybe probably trying to save him. And it's like, we all can't, we all can't save the day. And so if everyone or if enough people have already done what needs to be done at this point, yeah, someone needs to record. Someone needs to document what is happening. Someone needs to get this on film. There's a lot of times where these videos help whatever investigation or whatever type of statement needs to be made on what went down. And so I thought that was a good point to be made when it comes to recording, when something serious is happening. Make sure that everyone or enough people have done what there is needed to be done. You know, first things first, has someone called 911? 
Has someone checked to make sure everyone's okay? Is there anything that we can do to help save the day? And if all of those things have been, you know, checked, then yeah, I would say that it is okay to pull out your phone and start recording. Now, I would be respectful with your recording. Let's not, let's not go overboard. Let's, let's be respectful. Let's know our boundaries. But, um, I thought that was something to mention. And another serious topic that I would like to get into that really, it really broke my heart hearing about and witnessing in videos, but I, I have to mention it because it's just, it's, it's really weighed on me for multiple days now and I'm not in any relation to the story, but it, it really touched my heart or hit my heart with with pain and it's the the justice for for junior story if you are familiar um but if you're not familiar um junior whose full name is Lisandro Guzman Feliz 15 years old was was killed late one night at a bodega by multiple men i believe it was 5 they had knives and machetes and they sliced and cut him to death. He, he bled out on the streets trying to get help at a nearby hospital. I'm not well-versed or knowledgeable of the background story as to why these men did this to this boy but it is clear that it was a mistaken identity. They weren't looking for him. This boy, Junior, just looked like someone that they were looking for. So they dragged him out of, you know, the bodega or, you know, like a little convenience store and they attacked him and he was left for dead and somehow... Um, after being stabbed and, you know, brutally attacked, he was able to find strength to make it a few blocks down near a hospital, but eventually passed. Um, there has been arrests for the five men that were involved and including some other, some other people, because there's a lot of chatter of people being set up or targeted or you know I, I'm, I'm not going to get into all of that because I don't want to put anything out there that isn't true I know that there has been a lot of people in the hip-hop community that has reached out to the family of Junior to express their condolences and try and help out in any way that they can and one person being Cardi B she donated some money to the family to help with the funeral costs uh, Dave East, he took the time to visit the family and, you know, just share time with the family because Junior was a fan of his music. And Junior seemed like he was a, a great boy. I, I don't know him or the family, but seeing the videos of how he ran into the bodega to try to get help and they they stood by and watched him get dragged out of the store, them being the store owners and the clerk. Um, and then killed in front of the store is is sad. It's it's really sad. 
he no one deserves this I was gonna say he doesn't deserve this but no one deserves that um, I'm not too sure who they thought he was or what you know their intentions or what their motives were but it's disgusting what those men did and all I can say is is that out of all these you know tragedies and incidences it's like does no one have hands is no one is no one really willing to confront someone with words and if so maybe just you know scrap guy to guy person to person with their hands you know why do we have to always result to the ultimate violence and try to kill someone lose a life or multiple lives at this point because all of those men will be going away for quite some time but I just wanted to share that story with you all um, it's a story that's just been on my mind for multiple days and my condolences go out to the family of Junior because again he seemed like he was a great boy and in, in no way did he or anyone else deserve this. Moving on to the next thing I would like to discuss is the trailer for the new movie The Hate You Give. Um, the Hate You Give is actually a book and I know that Issa Rae has played a part into the script writing of the film. It is a film that will be about a senseless killing of a police officer and a young black man and go into the battles of seeking justice for that senseless killing. It definitely is a good story. I did read the book back when Tiwatami Book Club was a thing, if you remember. Um, I look very forward to the movie. My only single gripe is that the lead is of, of a light skin and everyone else is of darker skin and it, it keeps going back to what Zendaya said in one interview how she is very knowledgeable and aware of how she is the acceptable version of a black woman to Hollywood and how that is not right and how she will take the initiative or the due diligence to turn down roles that she knows should go to a darker skinned woman. I definitely applaud and appreciate Zendaya for taking that stance and willing to turn away money essentially and do what's right for the representation in Hollywood. But um, other than that, the movie looks great. The Hate You Give. Um, Algie is in it. Um, he is the the young black man that gets killed. Algie is from the New Edition movie. Um, and he was also in Detroit. He was, you know, the lead singer in Detroit. And so he is definitely making his rounds in some good movies. He's a He's a good actor, I will say that. He seems like the new age Lorenz Tate, but that's just me. Don't quote me on that. Don't hold me to that. I'm just making some observations. But again, the movie is The Hate You Give. But as we were mentioning the lead of that movie, it kind of ties into the next topic that I want to discuss, and that is colorism in R&B. Like I was saying before um, with Zendaya, and how she's aware that she's the acceptable version of a black woman, I personally think that there are some R&B artists that need to 
also be aware of their privilege and their place in the R&B culture and how they're being presented as the acceptable version of a black woman when they may not even be black or of a a darker melanin. I I want to say that there there's quite a few women in R&B music right now who are getting the nice little stimulus package that maybe vocally aren't the best but are getting the most shine when other R&B artists of a darker skin tone who have more talent um, aren't getting as much shine. And I know that's always been K. Michelle's gripe because she can make a great ballad, she can make a great country song, she can make a great pop song if she wanted to, but her being a black woman, it's it's never going to profit the same way as a Adele, <laughs> you know? And so artists that come to mind when I say this colorism issue in R&B music is someone like Georgia Smith or Nikki, N-I-K-I, um, Janine, J-A-N-I-N-E, Jessie J, Ariana Grande. And so these are all artists who make that urban sometimes R&B music that are getting the great stimulus package of R&B, yet we've already forgotten of what SZA's doing. Where's Normani, you know? And it's just, (laughs) there's, there's artists out there, Jasmine Sullivan, who has pipes that we continue to ignore, yet will push out the newest light skin baddie in replace of that. Just something I wanted to mention, point out, bring bring to your attention. I think those artists need to be more aware of their privilege and maybe collaborate or just speak out of the um, more melanated R&B artists that are out there who may or may not have <laughs> more talent. And I think this is a great stopping point for another music break. Let's listen to new music titled Fuck With Me or FWM, if you want to keep it safe for work, by, and I hope I'm pronouncing his name right, Mikoi? Mikuo? 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 M-I-Q-U-O. M-I-Q-U-O. Hopefully I'm saying it right, Miko. And again, this is Fuck With Me. Enjoy. It really, it really don't. I never, like, I guess I really just never gave a fuck what the motherfuckers thought about me at the end of the day. Uh, I, I mean, we be honest, I don't give a fuck who fuck with me. In public, I'm Danny Phantom. They don't understand them. Keep saying that they get me. Tell me how the fuck you get me. We ain't never spoke, bitch. You just talk against me. I don't show the history, and you don't know the misery. Body full of violence, told them hold the cups of sympathy. Pistol on me, toting just in case they muscle with me. They ain't wanna hustle with me. Fuck you, you ain't fucking with me. We ain't fit, you ain't clever with me. Never been in cuffs with me. Never had to scuffle with me. Fuck you, you ain't fucking with me. Didn't wanna grind with me. Never did a crime with me. See the money flowing swiftly. Now you quit the world with me Never did the night 
thing, how you wanna show with me? I can see you now, on the stand, pointing knives at me I can hit a pen in your hand, sketching lines about me Everybody listening, like they all in love with me Cowards always whispering, do better if you fuck with me I don't give a fuck who don't fuck with me Ride for the cars, my niggas gon' buck with me Doing a buck fifty, down forty-five If you ever better kiss me, stay on the other side, my nigga I'm doing fine, my nigga, I've been through hell and back I couldn't find you niggas, like where the hell you at? Everybody tryna fuck with me They see me on the rise, now they tryna fuck with me I was so well until it's running dry They wish me hell, I guess it's cause I'm hot Look, I've been rare since 1995 Plenty times I ain't have shit, people joking and laughing Never asked them for help, I was still finding my passion Women wasn't around, some niggas couldn't be found I was flat on my ass, them niggas was looking down I reverse roles, made niggas respect the crown Got bitches kissing the ring when the king come around But understand that the come up was real I'm still grinding, still riding and shit, I'm coming for M and all the top tiers. By the start dropping records like heart broken folks drop tears. Niggas be talking wild at they necklace into they top tiers. Black, another casualty killing all competition. Niggas can they don't fuck with me, can't speak for they bitches. I just wanna live comfortably, swim in a cup of milk. Then flip that shit like Terry Kennedy. Fuck away, Billy. I don't give a fuck who don't fuck with me. Ride for the cars, my niggas gon' buck with me. Doing a buck fifty, down forty five. If you ever better kiss me, stay on the other side, my They see me on the rise, now they tryna fuck with me. You cannot fuck with me. I'm unfuckwittable, really. A lot of y'all people silly. Yeah, east side get the squilly. Yeah, get the bag. Say why these motherfuckers mad? Running up a motherfucking check. Don't disrespect the sick, cause we coming for your neck. Don't fuck with me. Can't fuck with me. Max fucking with me. That's my little brother, so you know he with me. Yeah. Say where we at, nigga. Yeah. And again, that was FWM by Me Koi. And I want to take the the time really quickly, a little side note, to congratulate a few people in the hip-hop community for doing or accomplishing great things. First person I would like to shout out is Kodak Black for passing his GED test. Round of applause. Another person I would like to congratulate or shout out is... K-Camp for completing his two-year contract. Um, He apparently was trapped and he is now free. So round of applause for K-Camp. And last person I would like to congratulate really quick is Charlemagne the God for landing a new HBO show titled The Gray Area. It is titled to be a or is said to be a conversational series that allows a safe space for quote-unquote unsafe people to control their narrative and put out content. And so we shall see what comes of that. Charlemagne's been grinding for many years. He's been one of my influences throughout the time of being fearless on sharing your opinion. So round of applause for Charlemagne.
All right, let's jump into a few more topics before I head on out for good. Um, let's uh, let's talk about the BET Awards really quickly. Now, I didn't see it in its entirety. I do not have cable, so I was just watching clips online like a lot of us were. Um, but from what I hear, Jamie Foxx is not a good host. <laughs> okay, BET, are you listening? Um Apparently, Cassie is not a good correspondence for the red carpet. Uh, are you listening, BET? Are you taking note? Okay. Um, and it is said that the best performances of the night came from Meek Mill, J. Cole, and her, H-E-R. And so, BET, take note of what, of what went right and what went wrong, Okay. Because it seems like every year there's just some nonsense. But I will say some good nonsense that happened was the slap heard around the world. The victory slap that did a few laps <laughs> from Nipsey Hussle. He he got in a little altercation with a um, staff member of BET. And he, he decided to give a nice little open hand slap to the face. Um, quickly after that, he was pulled away, and so was the the staff member. But that slap was loud, and it was caught from many angles and posted online. And it's just one of those moments that is just hilarious to look back at. You know, <laughs> those are the classic moments I really tune in for. But you can't say that on the timeline because people will be like, "Oh my gosh, it's supposed to be about." black positivity you know the hoteps but me i'm here for the ratchet i love it <laughs> thank you nipsey thank you oh and then apparently there is the nba awards as well um didn't watch i only watched when drake hosted now if he hosted again i would have been front row okay but since he did not i I decided to skip out on the festivities, but I did learn that uh, James Harden won MVP. So congratulations. Oh my gosh, so many congratulations today, but let's do one more round of applause for James Harden. MVP. Moving on to the last uh, topic. Well, actually, wait, before we get into the last topic, side note really briefly because it was just announced today but um joe jackson has passed the father of the many jacksons janet michael tito all of them um and so he has passed away i'm not too sure his age i'm blanking on the age but he was definitely up there um rest in peace i'm gonna keep it positive because you know, we, we've said a lot in the last episode, and when it comes to someone's time of death, we're going to be respectful. And so let me leave it at that. And I'll, and if there's any jokes that are needed to be said about Joe Jackson, keep them away from me. I'm in a different space. I'm in a, I'm on a whole different wave right now. But getting into the last topic that I want to talk about before I get on out of here is Childish Gambino. Step into my office, sir. Donald, yes, have a seat right there. Um, this is America, is it? Okay. This is America sounds pretty similar to American Pharaoh by Jace Harley that was released in 2016 
someone dug in the crates, found the song, and now it's been exposed that this song was well released before, of course, This Is America by Childish Gambino. Now, if you listen to American Pharaoh by Jace Harley, yeah, it sounds super similar to This Is America. You know, I I did listen to The Needle Drop with Anthony Fantano um, on YouTube say how there's there's rarely any similarities, but I I call BS on that. Um, Melodies, the beat, the content matter, it's all very the same. The only thing that's different is maybe the cadence and, you know, the bridge of of the singing in Childish Gambino's version. But other than that, it is very clear that that was used as a blueprint or a reference to make the newer song. Now, on social media, Jace Harley, the, the one who made American Pharaoh from scratch, he says, when it comes to production, lyrics, everything. And he is keeping it very cute and positive when it comes to Childish Gambino. He says that, you know, it, it is bigger than the plagiarism and that we need to focus just on the message of the two songs and and fight for that bigger cause. Now, that that's all fine and dandy, Jace Harley, but uh, you're missing out on some coins. I'm going to just keep it a buck, okay? Because if that was my song, I'd definitely be knocking at somebody's door right now um, asking for a check. Because if I put in all this hard work to to put this product out and then you hear you come and make a hit off of it, no, 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 no. I'm going to need my bag. I'm going to need my money on time, <laughs> okay? <laughs> Shout out to Jace Harley for just making this all very easy for Childish Gambino <laughs> to just slip through the cracks and get off scot-free. But I'm definitely giving him the side eye. It makes me want to and you know do some research on awaken my love because that was just very far left for his discography and i want to know now was that all original or what and so it sucks to be in the situation as an artist and now your your credibility is tarnished hopefully um he releases some type of statement from from childish gambino i need to hear from him but right now he's pretty silent and uh He's focused on that Lion King bag, but I don't blame him. But that's really all I wanted to discuss today when it comes to topics in episode five, which concludes Trees with Tammy. I want to um, end things off with a song from the latest project from Frito Gang, Are You Even Listening? Um, That is the the project that I told you I wanted to bring up later in the show. Well, here it is. Um, Again, the project is titled, Are You Even Listening? It's available on all streaming sites. It is by the Frito Gang. It's a collective and they put together a nice groovy hip hop project that is great for the summer, great for dancing, having fun, riding around, hanging out, chilling with your friends. It's all of that. And I want to play my favorite song off of the project. And that song is titled Up. And so I'm going to leave you out, uh, lead you out with that song. Follow me on Twitter, Tumblr, 
Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Tea with Tammy everywhere. Music submissions go to the email in the description box, and I'll link you to all of the music that you heard in this episode in the description box, wherever you're listening to this podcast at. And again, we'll lead you out with the song Up by Frito Gang. And until next time, sip some tea. I just gotta check my money adding up. Catch me in the bag, my niggas bagging up. Nowadays, these bitches never bad enough. I can tell exactly why they mad as fuck. I just gotta check my money adding up. Catch me in the bag, my niggas bagging up. Nowadays, these bitches never bad enough. I can tell exactly why they mad as fuck. I said she told me that a baby daddy wanna be him. She caught me on the TL and she had to send a DM. She waited for the moment, now she's saying carpet. So we gon' have to kick it, get the pussy in the PM And I can't tell you what the rest look like I can only tell you what a check look like I guess that I been feeling like this shit all night Why niggas getting left cause I got shit alright like I just gotta check my money adding up Catch me in the back, my niggas bagging up Nowadays these bitches never bad enough I can tell exactly why they mad as fuck I just gotta check my money adding up my niggas bad enough Nowadays these bitches never bad enough I can tell exactly why they mad as fuck Nothing but high grade So in love with having options Steve's one of a kind The type of shit you get at auctions Don't ask me how I got it You want it, you gotta cop it Really, I'm never stopping Not till I'm in the coffin I got flows that'll buy me clothes When I'm on, when my pockets swole But them old folks think I stole something You should know if you need more Got the dope for you, I don't know where you wanna go, but I wrote for you, cuz I just gotta check my money adding up Catch me in the back, my niggas bagging up Nowadays these bitches never bad enough I can tell exactly why they mad as fuck I just gotta check my money adding up Catch me in the back, my niggas bagging up Nowadays these bitches never bad enough I can tell exactly why they mad as fuck Yeah, nowadays these women they ain't bad enough for me Gotta bring the whole dinner to the table If you're hungry, I've been picky I don't want my girl to come out of this country Foreign and she lovely, to that thing If you love me, listen, I know that you scared Cause I know what you like All you need to know is that the check's looking right I don't have the time, so please don't be wasting mine Know these girls ain't hard to find Like a nickel and a dime, hey. I just gotta check my money adding up Catch me in the back, my niggas bad enough. Nowadays these bitches never bad enough. I can tell exactly why they mad as fuck. I just gotta check my money adding up. Catch me in the back, my niggas bad enough. Nowadays these bitches never bad enough. I can tell exactly why they mad as fuck.